This is Pod TST, and I am Kenneth Arthur, a writer at TurfShowTimes.com, an LA Rams website for SB Nation. And today I'm going to be recording a podcast for you that is reacting to and getting a grasp of the LA Rams final 53, or more accurately at the time of this recording, 52 man roster. One roster spot left open as of now that could be resolved even before I finish this sentence, as far as I know. Certainly by the end of the day, uh, by the time you listen to this, maybe we'll have a better idea of the final changes that Sean McVay wants to make with his 53-man roster and practice squad, with the practice squad coming in the next 24 hours or so. And with that, we will have a better idea of what the Rams will look like in week one against the Dallas Cowboys, which happens uh, just a week from Sunday on Sunday night football against the Dallas Cowboys at SoFi Stadium, 5.20 p.m. Pacific Standard. They're not no longer doing Pacific unusual uh, time. So that Pacific Standard time will be uh, in a week on the 13th of September for week one. And what will the Rams look like in week one? There are still questions we don't necessarily have the answers to with regards to depth chart. Certainly with usage personnel, McVeigh's plans on how he's going to use these 52 and other players. So those questions will start to be answered September 13th. As of now, this is what we know about the Rams' 53-man roster. Let's start by taking a look at the players who the Rams cut. Um, and you can follow this on our practice squad tracker, a list of all the players that they've cut. And then we'll be adding the players who are brought back or brought in to be a part of that practice squad, which is even more important now than ever. The practice squads have been increased to 16 players um, way more than it used to be and even more than the 12 that they had agreed upon increasing already. But there's an extra four because of COVID-19, of course, and uh, the teams will have one additional active game day spot on the roster up to two if the extra player is an offensive lineman um, and they can activate two players from the practice squad. So it's very important to know who's on that practice squad, although at this time we don't know who the Rams are for sure bringing into the practice squad these are the players who the la rams have cut jameel demby um i've noticed how much jameel demby gets talked about on turf show times people love to talk about jameel demby um i can only assume it's because people love jameel demby and then because people only really like to talk about the players that they like People typically only comment on the internet for one reason. They want to compliment another person on their opinion, or they want to compliment a famous person. I have yet to go on the internet and see someone criticize um, another commenter, someone on Reddit. I have yet to see anyone criticize a player or a coach or me. I mean, I've been on the internet uh, for, well, since the beginning, really. But I have been on SB Nation for over a decade, um, and I've been writing on SB Nation for almost a decade, and I have yet to have a person tell me that they didn't like my writing or that they didn't like the fact that I was a part of that website. Um, this year has been a perfect record. 100% of the people on Turf Show Times 
um, like having my analysis. They like that I'm there and everything about me. So I have yet to see anyone criticize anybody on the Internet. So I don't think that Jamil Demby has been criticized. He's definitely been talked about a lot, uh, even though nobody apparently wants him to start. Uh, obviously, of course, the reason people talk about Jamil Demby is that they feel he is a very bad player uh, relative to other NFL players, and this would confirm that the Rams are ready to move on from Jamil Demby. He may be brought back on the practice squad, though, and with a small amount of offensive linemen out there, probably a good chance that Demby would be brought back, a guy that is the coaches are familiar with he's familiar with them he's already been through you know certain parts of the process that a outside free agent would not be um privy to uh, or would you know anytime they bring in an outside free agent at this point there's going to be a five-day waiting period because of testing for coronavirus and so in-house players do create have a little bit added value this year as well as just the fact that the Rams don't know much about the other players around the league because of uh, closed-off training camps and practices and no preseason games. So with that, you know, Demby could be brought on the practice squad, but more, I don't know if more importantly, but it just means that they've kept a lot of other offensive linemen from the past season, but not Demby, not at least for the final roster not even the fact that they had another roster spot available they did not use it on Jamil Demby we'll see if he gets picked up uh, playing in six games last year making a start obviously like I said not a lot of supporters out there from a football point of view um, but uh, everyone on the internet's been very kind to him and to me John Kelly a running back another guy from uh, the 2018 draft class for the Rams he's been cut Obviously, as far as running backs go, John Kelly was not one who was expected or showing progress of being the type to get carries in an NFL game, which is still vital for almost all running backs, um, unless you can block really well or catch a bunch of passes. John Kelly was not giving them as much as Xavier Jones, the undrafted free agent who they kept up to this point. Um, and we knew that the Rams had needs at running back in the last two years, but John Kelly has not fit into those plans. Aesop Winston Jr., a wide receiver out of Washington State, an undrafted free agent. A lot of these guys will be undrafted free agents. J.J. Koski, a wide receiver. Ernest Edwards, a wide receiver, another rookie. Kendall Blanton, a tight end. Dante Dion got a lot of airtime on hard knocks and has stuck around in the NFL for four years prior to this one, even though he barely ever gets into games. I would assume that people like his personality, like having him around in the locker room. He seems to get along with a lot of the other players and uh, brighten the mood maybe for some who find uh, a lot of hard work in the sun to be uh, difficult. So... I would not be surprised to see Dante Dion come back on the practice squad. Plus, um, with him and Adonis Alexander was another cornerback who was cut this week. Um, so that's two cornerbacks who were cut, and we'll see if they both or either of them make the practice squad. Um, with the Rams don't have a ton of cornerbacks on the final roster, they could be looking for a cornerback right now on the waiver wire. But uh, it wouldn't take that much to get Dion or Alexander, if either of them on the practice squad, 
into a game day roster. Clay Johnston, seventh rounder, also got a lot of hard knocks airtime. A linebacker may need more seasoning if he's ever going to get uh, into NFL uh, readiness. You know, if he's ever going to be an NFL starter, we don't know. Daniel Batuli, undrafted free agent linebacker. Derek Moncrief, same. Cole Cabral, uh, undrafted free agent center. Uh, had a good pedigree in terms of playing center at the college level. Did not get drafted. Obviously not seen as being pro-ready to be a center and so or any player at any position. So he didn't make the final roster, but he's a good practice squad candidate. For a number of reasons, Jeremiah Cologne, another center or interior offensive lineman, he was on the team or the practice squad last year, maybe could go back to the practice squad this year. The two kickers, Austin McGinnis and Liam Hajralahu, and I would say either of them could make the practice squad. I saw a comment, because I've been pushing this idea, I saw a comment um, on Turf Show Times saying, don't waste a roster spot on a kicker. They won't do that. Um, first of all, if you have inside information that you know what Sean McVay is going to do, uh, don't comment. You know, Just be an insider. Go on Twitter. Tweet out all of the information. You know what's going to happen. You know the future. You know what um, Sean McVay is thinking. Uh, so don't tell us in a comment necessarily. I mean, we appreciate it. So, uh, But you know what's going to happen. Let's get that stuff up out there in the in the real world um and if that's the case i wonder what the rams are going to do if sam sloman uh you know tested positive for coronavirus um during the season and they wanted to bring in another kicker but they have a five-day waiting period uh between bringing in the next kicker or what if sam sloman doesn't do well because he's a rookie and he's never played in the NFL and we don't know what to expect. So I think that it might be a good idea to keep a kicker on the practice squad when you don't have a reliable veteran, but maybe the Rams won't agree. Um, certainly not everybody does. Juju Hughes, Tyreek McGee, Jake Jervis, and Dion Lake, all safeties, all cut, uh, one or two of those guys certainly on the practice squad to have some depth there at safety. Marquise Copeland and Michael Hawked, uh, defensive tackles, they've been cut. Natrez Patrick, a linebacker that some had pegged as making the roster and maybe even making the rotation at linebacker, cut. Bryce Perkins, not surprisingly, the quarterback, undrafted free agent, cut. He did outlast the other quarterback that the Josh Love that the Rams had picked up after the draft. Maybe a good choice here for the practice squad. He's been cut. Christian Roseboom, undrafted free agent linebacker, made some noise, got some fans in training camp, almost certainly would make it to the practice squad, I think, um, if nobody else claims him. And Jonah Williams, another defensive lineman. So that is all the players who the Rams have cut. Additionally, they placed Ashawn Robinson on the non-football injury list, which means that they have another roster spot for him for the next six weeks. Um, the earliest he could come back would be week seven uh, or week eight. So that roster spot will go to someone else. He's on the NFI. On the injured reserve is linebacker Traven Howard, which we knew would happen, and waived with the injury designation is linebacker Justin Lawler, which is new news. So Justin Lawler also didn't make it. Traven Howard and Ashawn Robinson made it to injured lists, unfortunately. 
And here's what we left with. The Rams' final 53-man roster, and by final 53-man roster, I mean temporary 52-man roster. These are the players. Quarterback, Jared Goff, backed up by John Wolford. Positive reports out of camp of John Wolford and the progress he's made, uh, and maybe that is a quality backup for a long time for the Rams. We'll see. Jared Goff is the one that they really want to succeed, and I'm not sure exactly how his camp has gone. There hasn't been a ton one way or the other as far as I have seen. I could be wrong uh, if he's doing spectacularly, or I definitely haven't heard anything of him doing poorly. Not that they would try to advertise that, but Jared Goff uh, made it. Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson, Malcolm Brown, and Xavier Jones at running back. I would not expect Henderson to play in week one. If he does, at the very least, I would look for Henderson, Brown, and Akers to all be sharing the ball. Xavier Jones sitting back there waiting his turn. Definitely haven't heard of Jones blowing things up in practice and getting reps with the ones. Akers was drafted in the second round specifically to get started as soon as he was ready. Whether that's now or not, we don't know. But it could have to be now if Daryl Henderson can't go in week one, and then he could be the starter and sharing the ball with Malcolm Brown, maybe even getting Jones a carrier too. Wide receiver, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, Josh Reynolds, Nasimba Webster, and the surprise somewhat Tristan Jackson headed into the final cuts. If I was looking for undrafted free agents or who that sixth receiver might be, I was going with Tristan Jackson simply because he was going to he was getting return opportunities. The team is looking for returners, other guys that can do that. It might be Webster, but Jackson was involved with that. If you can do special teams, he had these really nice measurables um, coming out of college this year. Looks, you know, he has the same sort of body type and speed and athleticism as a guy like CD Lamb. And I'm not saying that he's CD Lamb, but there's a reason to think, oh, okay, let's let's maybe project this guy. And if he had a good camp, which he did get some good reports in camp as a receiver, then we can see that they were not going to risk trying to put him on the practice squad. They kept six receivers and four tight ends like I thought that they might. Uh, and others did too. I'm not some special person. I also don't know. Oh, excuse me. I know I don't know the future, unlike some people who do. And so Van Jefferson, unbelievably glowing reports in camp, although I've seen unbelievably glowing reports about a lot of players in camp this year, specifically a lot of rookies, more specifically a lot of rookie receivers. I don't necessarily believe it all, but Jefferson, he put some stuff on tape. We saw it. He was beating Jalen Ramsey at times. If you want to believe everything as it's reported, hmm. Uh, but uh, that is your six receivers. Clearly a strength for the Rams on paper. Josh Reynolds can do things as a receiver. He's just not much of a cat receiver, ball catcher. <laughs> not necessarily pushing 10 to 12 targets towards Josh Reynolds at this point, up to this point in his career, but you never know. At tight end, Gerald Everett, Tyler Higby, Johnny Munt, and Bryson Hopkins I guess Munt is a surprise for some people out there. I would have always expected him, or I did always expect him there. I'm not saying I'm right about everything, but this particular one, Johnny Munt, was getting a, a notable playing time 
last season, even with Higby and Everett, uh, without Everett, he got more playing time. He's not out there to catch a bunch of passes. That's what they drafted Bryson Hopkins for. If they're out there looking for this is the final year of Gerald Everett, then next year it would make sense. Higby, Hopkins, Munt. I mean, not every tight end is supposed to catch 100 passes. In fact, most of them probably shouldn't. Uh, And so that is their receiver and tight end group. They've got 10 there, another four running backs. So 14 skill players is Sean McVay bringing into this season. Offensive line, Andrew Whitworth, Joseph Nopum, Austin Blythe, Austin Corbett, and Rob Havenstein expected to be the starting five. David Edwards, Bobby Evans, Brian Allen, Tremaine Ancrum, and Coleman Shelton for now are the backups. So 10 offensive linemen. It could still have some more movement here. Tremaine Ancrum, a seventh-round rookie. Coleman Shelton stuck around uh, for a bit last year, and then uh, they're hoping that maybe there's uh, some more development there. Brian Allen, a lot of fans are not fans of his. I wouldn't know it. They wouldn't make comments about it online because online comments are only positive. I've seen. I haven't seen a negative comment on Twitter. I haven't seen a negative comment on Facebook. I've never seen anyone being negative on Instagram, and I've never had a negative interaction in my real life. So... Brian Allen could be off, but he's here now. Bobby Evans and David Edwards as seems as good as locks at this point in their careers. Aaron, uh, defensive line, Aaron Donald, Michael Brocker, Sebastian Joseph Day, Sebastian even, Joseph Day, Morgan Fox, Greg Gaines, Eric Banks. If you want to hear a good joke, uh, go on Twitter or Facebook, make a good joke about like how uh, hearing from my sources that Aaron Donald made the team. It's a really funny joke, and you can apply it to star players all over the league. You'll be one of the first people to do it. Um, Eric Banks is the biggest surprise. Nobody really, as far as I know, had him making the final roster. This is the sort of mystery aspect to the 2020 training camp, which is no preseason games, uh, potentially bad information coming out of camp, potentially misunderstanding things that happen at camp. If you're media members, if you're a fan, if you're a writer, you misunderstand things. Uh, what what did Sean McVay have to gain by saying Eric Banks was probable to make the final roster? Nothing. Uh, so Eric Banks at this stage has seemed to make the roster probably helped by the fact that Ashawn Robinson is on the NFI. But an undrafted free agent rookie out of U. Utsa, right? University of Texas, San Antonio, and, uh, you know, is somewhat new to the position, a high school quarterback. He is now a defensive lineman for the LA Rams. Very interesting to see how that works. Michael Brockers coming in, uh, coming back after the Ravens contract fell through is good news for the Rams, it would appear, uh, because without Robinson now, at least they have Brockers and Joseph Day, who got a lot of reps last year. Uh, Morgan Fox, Greg Gaines still has supporters, you know, people who want to see some more Greg Gaines. He's young. A lot of these guys are young. Got to have some optimism out there, hope. Don't believe that every player is the same as they were last year because if you've ever lived a life, you know that's not how things work. And I do not expect every great player to be as great as they were last year. I don't expect every bad player to be as bad as they were last year. I expect people to sort of regress towards the line of what they're typically going to be. So let's just see what happens with some of these guys. 
and they're going to need some uh, – obviously they're going to need career seasons out of at least a couple of these linebackers, if not three or four. And that goes for all of them. Leonard Floyd, Micah Kaiser, Samson Ebucom, Kenny Young, Troy Reader, Terrell Lewis, Agbani Okoronkwo, and Jashai Polit. And uh, to be honest with you, it's not really – I mean, I could be saying uh, Agbanya's name incorrectly, but I'm more concerned that I'm saying Jashai Polit Polite, uh, incorrectly. So in all cases of these names, my apologies if I screwed it up. Leonard Floyd coming in as a free agent outside of the, from the Chicago Bears. He's coming in to say, oh, look, Dante Fowler, Leonard Floyd, they seem alike. High draft picks. They were edge rushers, quote unquote. This is what they do. So he's this guy, that guy. Leonard Floyd, bad pass rusher, good run defense. That's what he's going to be doing probably. Micah Kaiser, don't know anything about him other than the fact that he would have started last year, got hurt. Here he is, second opportunity isn't hurt. Traven Howard is hurt, but Micah Kaiser coming in. Could he be a Corey Littleton? I think maybe Leonard Floyd. Maybe he would have more of the Corey Littleton, but who knows? Who knows? Samson Ebucom, can he break through? Can he be Dante Fowler? Kenny Young and Troy Reader not having great track records. Young starting a lot in 2018 with the Ravens, or at least playing considerable snaps. Reader last season with the Rams. Neither case went well for those teams and players, but it's a new year. Can either one of them step up, play well in Traven Howard's absence? Not necessarily a good sign that Howard was ahead of them, but here we are. Uh, Terrell Lewis, big question mark wild card. So many injury concerns. Does not stop at this point. Hasn't practiced very much. Just a difficult guy to project as being on the field. Uh, and then the other two. So we'll see if uh, Agbania or Jashai um, will be able to step up, play some opportunities everywhere. Every one of these linebackers has the chance to start, and every single one of them has the chance to be benched, including Floyd. So we'll see what happens there. Cornerbacks, Jalen Ramsey, Troy Hill, Darius Williams, David Long, four cornerbacks. You've got Ramsey, Hill, and then you've got potentially Williams or Long as the nickel, the slot. Terrell Burgess, the safety, is he going to be playing in there? Um, more questions that we're going to find out after some snap counts a few weeks into the season. But the big question at cornerback still is the Jalen Ramsey contract situation. They would have liked to got that done by now, I think. They didn't. Uh, there's only a couple more days left before the first week of the season starts so what's going on with Jalen Ramsey safety John Johnson Taylor Rapp Terrell Burgess Jordan Fuller and Nick Scott they love what they saw out of Jordan Fuller the sixth round pick they seem to have liked a lot Terrell Burgess um, Taylor Rapp missing time questionable maybe for week one is that where Burgess or Fuller could start immediately uh, and would that take away from their cornerback group a little bit but Nick Scott makes it. He was here last year, 80% of the special team snaps last year. So not surprising to see Nick Scott on the roster. Finally, Sam Sloman wins the kicking job. Johnny Hecker back again. And Jake McQuaid is the long snapper, bringing you to 52 players. Uh, and that is the Rams' initial roster for 2020. Initial feelings would be that for the Rams – uh, if they can have an offensive line performance like they had a couple of years ago with regards to Whitworth, Blythe, and Havenstein, then they've got three-fifths of their offensive line looking pretty good. Nope, boom. 
fairly high draft pick a couple of years ago. Austin Corbett, also high draft pick, early second round by the Browns a couple of years ago. These are two guys, if they can live up to even average expectations, the offensive line looks good, and that's a good sign. Then weapons-wise, Woods, Cup, Jefferson, Higby, and Everett, you know, uh, if we're talking, you know, these would be potentially like the good things at the pass catchers. Don't know enough about Jefferson to really say, but Woods, Cup, Higby, that would inspire some confidence with a quality performance by the offensive line, giving more time to Jared Goff, who would need as much help as he can get. And then the running back situation, just unknown how good Cam Akers is going to be, how healthy or good Daryl Henderson is going to be, um, how good Xavier Jones really is. I would not expect much out of Malcolm Brown, but he's reliable for certain things. And then it's just about what can Gerald, Jared Goff do with this. And then Brandon Staley's work on defense. You've got Donald. You've got Ramsey. That's the first thing. You've got two of the best players in the entire NFL. Then what can you do with Leonard Floyd, Mikey Kaiser, Michael Brockers, Troy Hill, John Johnson, Taylor Rapp? You know, these are some of the guys you're going to need to get the most out of these guys and potentially hope to have a top 10 defense because Donald Ramsey and Johnson maybe set the tone. Leonard Floyd is a run stopper. You know, does Terrell Lewis come in out of nowhere and have 13 sacks? This is the hope for the Rams. And, uh, yeah, this is their cuts and their final 52-man roster for now, um, leading into week one against the Dallas Cowboys. We'll find out what happens to that other roster spot, what happens with the practice squad, um, and take it from there. That's it for this episode of Pod TST. Stick around as the Rams get ready for week one.